This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Next on Plains FM, host Tina Dakin-Luke interviews inspiring women on This Is Who We Are. I'm Tina Dacum-Luke and this is Who We Are. I've managed to become a professional cyberstalker as part of my profession and yes, that is a thing. And I come across interesting profiles in the process. I came across a lovely lady called Frida Wells and uh, she is a communications professional, designer, connector, curator and publisher, yoga teacher, mum and the bit I like best, a full-time human being. So when I read that I absolutely thought gosh I must make contact and when I looked a little bit further into her profile I saw that she curates the Kiwi Diary which is an annual almanac of Kiwi culture. It is an Aotea a loving publication designed to celebrate Kiwi culture and to promote ideas for a thriving planet. So pull up a chair, grab a drink, get comfy, and I will introduce her after this song. Another lost in the pack. We call shack shit, you know, laugh it off. The years just blow by. My eyes stay fixed, but the picture's kinda out of focus. I cry a lot, but admit to it. Enjoying life now, but I've been through it. Sometimes I wish that I can go back. No bills, no kids, just getting towed back. I want a wife, I love women. How could I front like I don't be in love with them? A little man that I can teach, a little sand. But not the beach I figure excess I only bring an excessive amount of fuss So when I'm gone Make sure the headstone reads He did it for us I'm like a modern day Jesus I cherish warm thoughts Like a great goose And float soft kisses to my baby that day's little girl Yeah, respect for that She gonna be somebody Instead of somebody Baby mama You see young minds And now I made an armor I'm trying to pop a hole in your Yankee cap Absorb me The skies over your head ain't safe no more And hip-hop ain't your home And if it is, you f*** the crib, son You make life look like I don't wanna live one You might as well hold your breath Until you die in the corner somewhere Bent over in the crevice This God theory overcomes the worst of weathers As long as you willing to try You want a good start, homie You want a good start So you get to try People, are you ready? Are you really ready? Ready for the change that may approach you? Follow down the path that you're supposed to. People, are you ready? Are you really ready to try? You know, mistake the trials that we learn from. In order to live life, you must earn one. People, are you ready? Throughout my change to grow, some of my people got left behind. They didn't listen for the gun as I leap from off the line. 13 years deep in this marathon, I'm running. Paid dues and still got bills to pay. When I came back around the way, old friends gave me dead eyes and fake smiles half wide. We were supposed to rid the world of danger. 
These days we not had the small talk like polite strangers. It's natural to fall off, just land close to the tree. I'll be there if they need me to be. And I know all my local shorties, cause they all know who I am. And lately wanna flip grammar instead of grams, like that's the only choice they got. They tell me how they gonna shake up the game, but came to me to see if I can give them guidance to change. Shit, y'all, I need guidance myself. And I chisel right words to make gems. Got fans around the world, but my girl's not one of them. And my relationship's a big question. Cause my career's a clear hindrance to her progression. Said she needs a man and our kids need a father. I'm not at all ready to hear her say don't bother and break. And this I know I can't take, but uh, C. Smith said to hold on. My brother Luck said to hold on. My nigga Dave said to hold on. My nigga Mace said to hold on. Maceo, we need to hold on. And yo, y'all, we need to hold on. People, are you ready? For what you wanna be? Do you wanna lose hate for love? Do you wanna see these gates above? I said, people, are you ready? But are you willing to try? Do you really wanna carry some weight? Are you ready to design your fate? Frida Wells, welcome to the conversation. Now that song, Trying by Dilla Soul, can you uh, let the audience know what uh, drew you to it? Uh, I love starting with a bit of hip hop. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I think the word I'm going to overuse today is journey. And I sort of jump around chronologically through time because to me, in some ways, there's a place in your head where it's all just at once, you know, it's um, outside of time and So that song um, has a bit of meaning to me. Um, After I graduated university in Dunedin, I went and did the classic Kiwi six-month working holiday in Canada. And I went to Whistler and I, you know, ski instructed and um, skied a lot. And and in North America, obviously, they get some pretty amazing bands on the circuit. And I got to go to a De La Soul concert and that sort of – um, it deepened my appreciation and just joy and addiction to De La Soul at that time, which was also quite an influential and, you know, the soundtrack of my high school years a little bit. And I just love that song. You know, I'm a bit of a musician myself. I always learned um, piano from the age of five and have always loved music. And so I love the melody of it. And the lyrics aren't the classic, you know, maybe slightly sexist rap lyrics that um, they get generalised as, but they're these really beautiful reflections on the singer's, um, you know, sort of experience of fatherhood and just that journey of going through life trying. Um, I just think it's a really beautiful song. Um, I wish I could quote some lyrics. (laughs) Yeah, so that's that story. <laughs> I'm sure there will come a time when you can quote some lyrics. I'm all for that. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> with, with the Kiwi Diary, can you tell me the why, the who, the how, and the when? I'm fascinated. Oh, my gosh. Um, so the do I have to do them in that order? Not at all. Them? You can shake it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I feel like I want to start with the who. Mm-hmm. Because... I can't talk about the Kiwi Diary without acknowledging my very good friend, Annabelle Wilson, who we co-founded it together, but it was really her idea. Um, 
And she came to me. We've been longtime collaborators at university, sort of went through our French degree together and made short films and, you know, made experimental cocktails at parties. We're just, you know, constantly experimenting and being creative together. And she, um, she comes from a long line of really awesome creative people and she's definitely one herself. And so she came to me and said, oh, I saw this really cool thing. Should we do a New Zealand kind of celebrating diary? And I just graduated my graphic design diploma and loved the sound of it. You know, I loved working with words and pictures and making things beautiful and just sort of inspiring people with creativity and all of its forms being a little bit quirky and sideways and making people think. So yeah, so that's kind of the who. So then that was the beginning of our, as they like to call, late nights and weekends, side hustle, um, sort of scheming, dreaming, finding sponsors, um, doing a lot of design. Um, we both had other jobs. She was a high school teacher and I worked at NZ Age, the New Zealand Agency for International Development. Um, and yeah, we just um decided to give this thing a crack and i think the first year 2006 uh we printed 100 copies <laughs> so pretty small time and you know we sort of um peddled them around summer christmas markets and had little you know launch party i think um i've got a cute story of one of our very first sponsors we had hooked up a uh, meeting with a sponsor and we met in Mojo Cafe in the old bank arcade and the sponsor never actually showed up and the guy um, there was a guy in the cafe just sitting there having a coffee and he decided to chat to us and asked what we were doing and so we kind of told him we got all excited this is our new project we need a sponsor da, da, da. so he turned out to be the owner of Mojo's and long story short Mojo's came on board as a sponsor um, so yeah the um the why <laughs> keep me to the to the story here the why started as a celebration of kiwi culture very much so it was all about quotes from you know kiwi films um goodbye pork pie flight of the concords you know number eight why corrugated iron timothy shadbolt uh, pavlova kiwi fruit you know just very cliche you'll find this in your um local doc tourist information center and but we always wanted it to be, you know, sharing ideas for enjoying without destroying Papatua Nuku. So it always had that environmental and social ethos running through it. And I was very strong on that. And then as the years have gone by, it's become more and more. It's been sort of evolving in parallel with my own personal journey and my own values of um, society and social change and how we are all change makers. So um, I like to talk about planting seeds in the garden of your mind. And I sort of um, really broadened it out well beyond kitsch Kiwiana <laughs> um, into like, you know, New Zealanders of the year, academics, um, scientists, and really trying to encourage cultural debate that was always constructive. And I think I was getting frustrated at looking at newspapers and watching the news and just kind of seeing like bickering and name calling and blaming and not really grown-ups taking responsibility and saying, well, how can we solve this? How can we work together? How can we um, build shared understanding of what's going on for each other so that we can find a better pathway forward? So I really wanted to put my energy into something that left me feeling 
energized. I feel like I've been talking a lot. Have I? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Keep going. <laughs> so we've still got the how and the when. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so the when, it's amazing. I mean, I'm now whew, 44 and a half. The half <clears throat> meters. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, my gosh, it's nearly a half century. So it's actually, this is the 18th uh, year of the Kiwi Diary. Um, so we've just finished work on the 2023 edition. And there were two years where we didn't do one. So I called them the napaticals. They were the sabbaticals of nappies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the who is, there's been a rolling team of designers, but pretty much the same people Um uh, Lou Wallace, now Lou Horner, and Sarah Weidig um, are the other graphic designers, and Caspian Ivers. They're just talented, amazing individuals. And so we have this really cool little team. It's just such a wonderful sort of culture and vibe of um, supporting each other, doing what needs to get done. We break up the diary file. We literally do the graphic design ourselves. Um, and I kind of, the how is kind of the process of sending out my call for contributions, receiving this incredible content, and then we just kind of curate it. I do quite a bit of editing and try and get a bit of a flow going through the diary, but I don't know, it's sort of um, an excuse to not have a structure sometimes. Like I think one way I describe myself is always being a bit of a non-conformist. I don't know if my earliest authority figures uh, <laughs> I wanted to have more giving me reasons for the rules. Yeah. You know, when someone's like, because I told you so. In me, that sparked this kind of like rebellion or irreverence or just wanting people to give me a good reason for stuff. And um, I've always been someone who's curious about the big why behind things, like the rules, the law, the the government structures, and can we do better and who who designed that and and who says it has to be that way, you know, like kind of questioning. I think questioning is so important and so mm. healthy. Um, having that like curious learner mindset. Um, yeah. But so in terms of the who, um, those designers and I, we kind of pull it all together and then, um, yeah. And then really there's a little bit of a holiday period where it goes away to print. And then I sort of <laughs> um, put my feet up for a few weeks and then, yeah, just get it out into shops and and that's the journey. And it's weird, you know, talking about the 2023 diary throughout 2022, I kind of, I get confused sometimes. I'm like, what year are we? Like, <laughs> yeah. In terms of the curatorial process, I think there's a school and university and then you get your job and you're sort of following these rules and structures and, you know, at university, everything's broken into subjects and at work you're, you're specialized, you're put in your your role and you know I think there's something in me that is a natural systems thinking person although I never knew that was the word for it and those silos those pigeonholes throughout life throughout our organizations um, institutions education I didn't thrive in them or I always felt like I've heard um, <laughs> and here I'm doing it jumping sideways I remember hearing a psychologist talk about women have more lateral connections in their brain and so they can jump around topics more mm. and that really resonated with me. So anyway, so I sort of to pull it back to the, the what a little bit of the diary, um, I think in some ways I 
have relished the opportunity in curating the diary to not have too much structure because our world is so structured that sometimes it left me feeling a bit suffocated. Mm. Um, yeah, so... Um, it sounds like, anything? no, but yeah. it sounds like you've done a really good job of um, honouring the creative process in this and, and not mm. coming down with too tight a construct around it. So giving yourself space to breathe when you need it, understanding how it naturally births itself if, if you kind of um, put in all the ingredients, a bit like baking a nice cake, I guess, or, or a pav if we want nice. to pull, pull back yeah. to those Kiwiisms. You just made me think of something about, you reminded me of something I used to talk about, when, you know, every now and then over the years. I mean, it has been 18 years. There's been lots of times I've tried to articulate it and, you know, um, I feel like one of my specialities is really bad analogies, but I'm not going to do one now, but I sort of used to think with uh, marketing and advertising and design that people are always trying to guess what are people going to like mm. and be driven by their idea of the audience, but you're already confining yourself to expectations or to social norms or to what's already out there, you know, what's fashionable. And what if you just kind of create from your raw place inside. And I used to sort of think that um, people would torture themselves so much in the creative process, like, oh, is this gonna fly? And I felt like there's this sort of um, acceptance of newness. If you just, you know, goddamn create it, you know, um, I feel like there's this, um, it's hard for me to articulate, but a sort of, a shift in people just by seeing that thing it becomes a little bit more acceptable and relevant and shifts mm. the norm and so having that courage to just throw your stuff out there and have the confidence that it might land and I remember part of me thinking this is just an experiment with the universe what if I just do something and celebrate goodness and celebrate kindness and make it random have an academic thought piece beside a recipe beside a poem and it resonated with people enough and people were like thank you because um, I think it it came from a place in my heart and my soul more than my head. Yeah. And so I felt like people kind of received that and that I think there's something about society that we're all kind of craving, you know, just just kindness for the sake of it, just creativity for the sake of it when we're so programmed to be productive and successful and have a career and make money, you know. So there was something in that about, um, yeah, just kind of getting on and doing it for the share joy of the creative process. <laughs> I'm completely on side with that. I think that we have an innate ability that we can recognise when something has been created for creation's sake and it feels nice. lighter, it doesn't come heavy, we're not mm. manipulated, we can um, explore, uh, we can engage with it how we want to. It actually gives the gift of freedom and, mm. and that's what so many of us crave these days. I'm exactly like you. I'm not a fan of the old silos and I feel that so much of yeah. life is missed out on when we're in these um, boxes. So anything that breaks us out of those boxes um, and yeah. sometimes means we have to hop out of our comfort zone, but that's where the growth is, that's where the excitement is. It's all about, you know, like just being really comfortable with how far you you push that and then knowing it's a bit like the breath, isn't it? When you breathe in to to get the courage and you breathe out in the creation and you can control that even in that freedom. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. And you just reminded me of this really cool neuropsychologist that I follow on LinkedIn, Jeff, I wish I could remember his last name. I could send you the link, but he posted this image recently and I think he was just sharing it and it sort of has a picture of a square and then, you know, it's colored in, it's filled in with a red square 
and the caption is, you know, this is what you were supposed to be like at school. And then beside it, there's a picture of the square and the coloring in is like this big fat starfish shaped star that's all outside all the edges. And yeah. it's like, this is what you were actually like at school. And you know, like, <laughs> like, I think that's how I got into graphic design, like my cards for people's birthdays. And I would leave cards on my mom's pillow when I was like a little girl, four or five, six. I was always just drawing cartoons. Like I couldn't you know, and so when people talk about a wall of words, um, even though I love to read, I'm just more of a, a visual person. So that cartoon really resonated with me of that feeling of like, you know, there's something wrong with me because I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And I'm just going to do this one thing for the rest of eternity, you know, and then you go to university and people are like, I'm going to be a dentist. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's something so wrong with me. And I feel really um, recently a bit more validated. There's been books sort of coming out. Um, I wish I could remember the titles, but they're kind of actually about that phenomenon that, um, you know, some people, it takes decades to kind of um, become the best version of themselves. But all of that learning is actually, you know, this portfolio of skills is so much more richer and that life experience. And um, there's something about, I don't know, like you and I are more sort of connectors and seeing the bigger picture. Um so I think it's a skill that balances out all those specialists out there and we kind of need both. <laughs> Absolutely. Now I'm going to yeah. segue here because I really want to know, um, mm. there's never enough time in a session, but what yeah. lights you up in life? Oh, that is a lovely question. Questions like that light me up. <laughs> um, you know, I grew up in Nelson and I had a lot of access to the outdoors and so I really am an outdoor person and um, my partner knows as well. If I can get out in the morning, jump in the ocean. Um, I live in Lyle Bay and it's pretty icy, but I am pretty regular um, sort of morning swimmer. Um, that lights me up. I sort of, a um, bit of an outdoorsy girl. I feel like lots of Nelsonians are, but we're into our mountain biking and our skiing or although I did that back when it was $10 for a lift pass in Nelson. <laughs> but I think also... Um, I sort of was one of those kids that went through school and the things that really grabbed my interest were when it got into that moral philosophical space, you know, in social studies, learning about history, learning about, you know, South Africa and apartheid and those issues, you know, I remember being a little girl in the schoolyard and my mom would speak about kindness and she was just always light and joking and laughing. And then I would go out into the world and I'd see things that weren't congruent or consistent with what I'd been taught life is all about. Like I'd see anger and meanness and I was like, where does it come from and how can we fix it? And, you know, just those questions that led me to my psychology degree have never gone away. I'm always looking at things going, how, why, what, you know, and, um, I'm really lucky now in my my job. Um, I've had jobs that I haven't always felt lit up by, but I'm now in a job that is a new regional committee bringing together 10 councils to work together with central government and with iwi to solve bigger, you know, those uh, wicked problems, as they're called, the social, environmental, systemic issues. And so I'm feeling now at this, you know, riper end of my years that I can really start to apply some of those theories that I've kind of learned and really loved digging deeper into um, those bigger questions about society and why it is the way it is. Yeah, and I guess just um, something I really should mention is a big part of why I've kept doing a diary is I get really lit up receiving the amazing content that comes in. Um, 
you know, sometimes I'll reach out to people feeling quite intimidated, like Dr. Ann Salmond or uh, the family of Sir Paul Callahan, or I'm just trying to think, you know, uh, Fleur at Fleur's place or, yeah, and just tell them about the diary and this is what it's about and I'd love to feature your work. And it's always been those really great people that are so humble and so enthusiastic and that's been a really big buzz. I think that's a, you know, I'm addicted to that inspiration, I yep, think. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, if yeah. anybody would like to get in touch with you, how could they go about doing that? So they can reach me at um, on the Kiwi Diary website. It's thekiwidiary.co.nz. There's a contact email there. They can reach out to Frida at thekiwidiary.co.nz. And, yeah, I am always keen to talk about collaboration, uh, something that I have thought a lot about moving beyond the Kiwi Diary is this name I came up with. It was actually in Whistler, the Good Life Collective as a bit of a platform. It could be, you know, a website that is keeping the Kiwi Diary content alive, but making it something more, just taking that Kiwi out of it. It's not about New Zealand anymore. It's about the goodness, the connecting the having constructive dialogues uh the being fully human and yeah something else that lights me up I suppose is just being around people that celebrate goodness and that have you know compassion and empathy and are optimistic because I think I'm a little bit post-tragedy you know it's not like I'm not aware of all the badness you know I study environmental science um and cried in every lecture and (laughs) but people who have um come around to the awareness that we can inform our collective uh uh, imagination to find better pathways forward and this is what humans have always been doing and we sort of we've always been thinking oh my gosh we're doing look at that thing and then we've always adapted through it so I'm someone who's a believer in we are all incredibly connected and capable of you know, getting through anything together. So I think that that is a really powerful place to to leave this conversation. What I would like to do is invite you uh, to come back for for a second edition because there's so much more that I'd love to unpack with you and go a little bit deeper, especially around uh, the neuro-linguistics, neuroscience, yoga teacher, and also what it means to be a full-time human being. I think that that could I be interesting that. in itself. Yeah, I mean, I could obviously talk for hours. <laughs> so thank, thank you, you so much. You. <laughs> thank you for your thank you for your time today, and uh, audience. I really encourage you to go and look up the Kiwi Diary. You'll be fascinated too, and there's some great content there. Um, it's a beautiful day for those of you who suffer a hay fever like me. You have my commiserations, um, <laughs> but go out there, enjoy the day, and especially as we lead. Up into Christmas, remember to pause and relax and you don't have to get pulled into the craziness. Kia kaha Christchurch.